Hey, welcome to the Call Me Caulfield podcast. This is a special edition. I'm calling Robin Unfiltered. I am your host uh, and producer, uh, Robin Caulfield. Um, For those of you who don't know me, I am 21 years old. I am transgender. Um, And I'm just here to really uh, talk today about um, just a couple of things that I find really interesting and kind of give you guys a taste of what's to come with this podcast in the future. So what I'm doing here is I'm doing a podcast about all kinds of different nerd culture things. I am a huge fan of all sorts of stuff from anime to comic books to video games uh, to Dungeons and Dragons, um, all sorts of books, music, everything. So I'm here and I'm really just giving this a chance and giving this a shot I want to share my voice. I want my voice to be heard, but I want to entertain people. This isn't a podcast about me going out of my way to make people feel bad for the things they love. That's not what I'm doing here. Absolutely not. Um, But what I am doing here is just trying to share with like-minded and maybe different-minded people and kind of start a conversation about all sorts of topics. Um, So today... I'm just sort of doing an introductory sample podcast. One, to make sure that all of my equipment works and that I'm not terrible at editing. Um, And if I am, to at least get a little bit of practice. Uh, So, again, thanks for listening. And uh, I guess let's get to it, right? So, I want to be an author. Writing has been something for me that has been so important in my life for so long, and a while back, I decided I wanted to be an author. I, I've i been telling stories since I was a little kid, man. Uh, ever since I was, I don't know, four or five years old, at some sleepovers uh, with my friends, I would just tell stories and try and make them laugh. I've always been in the business of entertaining people and trying to make people feel good, So here I am today, again, trying to do that, I guess. Once upon a time, I had a friend who, she loved hearing me tell stories, man. No one wanted to listen to me talk as much as she did. And she was really special to me and really important. And uh, she moved away when we were little kids, so I didn't really get to... I didn't really get to see her um, much as I got older, and uh, she passed away um, back in 2012, so that was uh, very upsetting. But she encouraged me to tell stories and to be a writer, which is really cool. Um, She would always ask me to tell her stories, and I would. I would absolutely love it every single time. Uh, And one day she asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and at the time I was, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old, maybe, and I was still a firm believer that I had a chance to be a professional athlete. I I was a really good wrestler for a while, and maybe that could have been something that turned into something bigger, but it didn't, and I got hurt, and I had to fall back on something, and when I started thinking about what I had to fall back on, I remembered her, and I remembered... Uh, that day when she asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, 
and I said I wanted to be a pro athlete, and she told me I, uh, I should be an author. What's really funny is what I said to her was, no way, writing's stupid, and that was basically the end of it. And here I am, all these years later, 21 years old, and I want to be an author more than anything because I know it's the one thing I was meant to do in the world. So what's cool here is how far I've come. And when I realized that I've been telling stories forever, when I found some old you know, elementary school notebooks that were not supposed to be filled with short stories, they were. And that's what's really cool here, man. I, I get to share something that's really cool and really important to me with the world. Um, for those of you who don't know, I've been writing some short stories recently um, that take place in the campaign setting I created for uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Um, I call it Viturium. And uh, I've got two of those short stories up on Amazon right now for 99 cents each as ebooks. Or I have uh, two video recordings currently up on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. And it's, uh, it's really interesting because uh, I started writing those because I had a D&D campaign setting that was doing nothing but wasting space in a notebook. And I really love the world. I created all these gods and everything, and I really wanted to do something with it. Um, so I, I've i been writing a book, and I finished writing the first draft back in December. It's in editing right now, and when I say that, I mean I haven't touched it since December when I finished it. Um, I'm really excited to get back to that and to get that done, but uh, right now I'm working on these short stories, and I'm trying to uh, get this world built and get this world created so people can really enjoy it, and it's it's really cool that I'm getting to share that with so many people who are so into Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I love to write fantasy, man. It is all the freedom in the world to do whatever I want, and... I'm doing that. Being an author is about so much more than just writing some ideas that you have and hoping to make some money off of it. It's letting your mind live. It is letting those other parts of your soul that don't get to come out every day, it gives them a world to live in. When I read, you know, I, I get this, you know, most people when they read, you get you get an idea in your head of, uh, what you think is happening, like you have your own visual. And what's really cool for me is when I write, I get that. I get that visual. I can physically all around me see everything I'm writing. I can see this world growing in place of the reality that I'm sitting in. And, and I get to see these characters sitting around a table with me, telling me what they want me to do. And I mean, just going against everything I'm telling them to do. And it's it's amazing because I find that I can create anything and I can live in this world as I write it, which means someone else can read it and live in that world too. A big reason why I grew up reading is because I was very unhappy. I was not happy um, with my home life. I was not happy with how most of my friendships were going. I wasn't happy with where I was going. There just wasn't 
really a lot there for me to be happy about, you know? But somewhere along the way, I found books. And in those books, in those stories, I got I got to live somewhere else. I got to be somewhere else and be someone else. I got to be in those worlds and I got to live in those realities and they saved me. They gave me a reason to be who I am and to keep going where I'm going and to do the things that I'm doing. And that's what I want to do as a writer. I want to create a world that someone who doesn't exactly like the reality they're living in can step away and escape to. I want my books to be more than just an escape. I want them to be the world that someone needs. Because the thing is, we all need something. We all need to get away. And when we all need to get away, we have to find a place to get away to. Some of us have vacations. Some of us have video games. Some of us have music. But for the rest of us, like me, I have books. I have uh, Lord of the Rings. I have An Ember in the Ashes. I have Game of Thrones. I have Harry Potter. It doesn't matter. I have all of these other worlds that I can slip away into and live for a little while. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people are missing. Um, A lot of people are just not happy with where they are, and that's a shame, because I understand. I know what it's like to be unhappy, and it's the worst. I know what it's like to be stuck in a reality that you don't want to be a part of. I spent the better part of my life, I spent the better part of, you know, 20 years pretending to be someone I'm not. You know, I I was born as um, this person, I was given this name, I was told to live life like this because I was a boy. And when I became self-aware and realized I wasn't, and that that wasn't true, uh, and when I realized I was a woman, it created a lot of uh, not-so-great feelings inside. It it created a lot of uh, negativity, it created a lot of self-hatred, because I was, in a way, living a lie and... I was kind of stuck in that reality because who knew how everyone was going to react and who knew what was going to happen after that. But I knew who I was and I knew I wasn't being that person. And I had to, I had to find a way to get out of that reality for a little while until I figured out what to do until I was in a position where I could actually, um, escape from all of that. And I, I got that opportunity in books. Um, one of one of my first book series that I really enjoyed that um, really got me super into reading uh, all through elementary school was uh, the Shadow Children series by Margaret Peterson Haddix. Um, most people might know them as um, the book series um, that starts with Among the Hidden. Uh, it's not something that I hear a lot of people talk about, but it, it, it was a series of really good, really amazing books. And, um, they got me really just interested in all sorts of stuff. And, uh, I really started reading almost religiously after I, I started reading those books because I, I couldn't put them down. I had to keep reading. I had to find out what, what came next. 
And eventually the series ended uh, seven books into it, and I was like, oh man, this this sucks. Now I need something else because I'm so used to just reading and um, living in these other worlds. I have to I have to get my fix somewhere. Um, and I did. I found all sorts of ways. I found all sorts of books. Um, classics, not classics, just little cold books. It didn't matter. And, you know, I stumbled upon Game of Thrones later on in life, and it was fascinating. Uh, I stumbled upon Lord of the Rings, you know, somewhere in my adolescence, and I fell in love with it because, I mean, fantasy is, without a doubt, my favorite thing. Uh, Currently on my right arm is an entire Final Fantasy sleeve. I mean, I know that's a different kind of fantasy, but fantasy is so broad and so free that it doesn't it doesn't matter um yes lord of the rings and final fantasy are very different but i love them both so much with all my heart um the thing about lord of the rings is high fantasy is one of my favorite things ever and i want to be a high fantasy writer one day um which meant dungeons and dragons was right up my alley and when I, when I started playing Dungeons & Dragons, I realized I could live these stories. I could have my character. I could live in this world, and I could just do it for, you know, a couple hours every week. And I could really just get away. Like, I could look forward to this every single day. And I got that opportunity. So uh, when I stumbled upon um, R.A. Salvatore and his books... Uh, the legends of the legend of Drist. I got to live in the Forgotten Realms. I got to follow the story of uh, Drist and team, and it was awesome. Those books are fantastic. If you're into Dungeons and Dragons, I highly recommend uh, all of them. Um, there's like 33, I think. I mean, Ari Salvatore is incredible. Uh, Wizards of the Coast clearly love him because they let him write 30 books. Uh, and it inspired me when, uh, I started reading his stuff to also aspire to that level, to be, um, the kind of person who's allowed to write for Wizards of the Coast, you know, um, who, who can write, um, a Dungeons and Dragons book and be like, hey, yeah, no, this is totally like a thing that you can do because you're really good at this, I guess. I don't know. But, uh... So I started uh, recently writing about my own campaign setting, uh, which can just kind of be its own high fantasy world. It can be its own, it's its own thing. It's not, you know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It's just high fantasy. And uh, right now I've been writing the lore behind uh, each, uh, sort of the origin stories of each um, god and goddess that I created. And it's been so much fun. I did not realize, like, I've always loved mythology. I did not realize how much fun writing it would be. Now, while I am nowhere near the level of, you know, Greek, Norse, Egyptian, or Roman mythology, I am enjoying the work I'm doing. I'm enjoying creating the world that I'm creating, watching my creation come to life, because as a creator, giving life to a setting and watching other people enjoy it and be like, man, this is really cool. I really want um, I really want more out of this world. I mean, that's just really cool, man, you know? And I don't know, man, I'm just really excited because people are interested in hearing my stories. People want to live in my world for a couple hours a week, and that's, that's really special. What, what really got me 
um, somewhere along the lines in college. I I went I went to I went to school in uh, West Virginia for a little while uh, for college, and uh, I went to a bookstore with a friend of mine one day, and I just picked a book up off the shelf and I said I'm gonna buy this book. Um, and my friend was like, "Have you ever heard of it? Do you know what that is?" I'm like, "Nope. I just think the cover looks cool. It was in the fantasy section. I just I just really want to write this book. I mean, I just really want to read this book." And my friend was like, are you sure that's a good idea? And I said, I think it is a great idea because this book is either going to be the best book I've ever read or it's not. And that's okay. But I'm giving it a chance. I'm giving this random book that I'd never heard of, never seen before, a chance to be the best thing that I've ever read. And that book was An Ember in the Ashes by Sabah Tahir. And I didn't read it. Uh, right away. I was in the middle of reading uh, My Father's Wives by Mike Greenberg, and I was in college, so I had a lot of other things going on, and I didn't get to read it until I left that school because of an unfortunate uh, situation, and I was working for Walmart at the time. I was super depressed. I was in a really dark place. Um, I didn't think I was ever going to make it as a writer because at that point in time, I had yet to finish a story start to finish. I tried so many times to start writing a book and just come up short over and over and over again, and I couldn't take it. I couldn't handle it. I just didn't think I was cut out for this, you know? And then I read that book. I had forgotten why I write and why it means so much to me, but then I stepped foot into the um, the empire that Savatir had created, I uh, enjoyed the story of Elias and Laia and, you know, Helene, and I fell in love. I fell hardcore in love with that book and that, um, that, that series, and uh, it reminded me why I write. It gave me all those feelings that I wanted to give someone else. And what's really important there is that I, I remembered and that book ended up being the best book I'd ever read, um, just like I thought. And then I started writing uh, my my novel, and a few years, you know, two years later almost, I finished it. I finished the first draft, and I was so proud of myself. I'd finally accomplished something, it felt like. And uh, here I am about six months after that, um, unedited, uh, kind of falling behind the eight ball there. But I've moved on to other projects as well. And I've really got a lot of confidence that when I finally do come back to it and edit it and make it what it really deserves to be, uh, it's going to be really big and it's going to do all those things I want it to do. And uh, I mean, all I can say is I absolutely know what I'm supposed to do. I know I'm supposed to be a writer. It's the only thing I've got going for me. It's the only thing I'm good at. I mean, here I am rambling on and on, and I'm sure most of you have either stop listening by now or like, man, she has no idea what she's saying. Um, but when I, when I think about the books that I've read and the books that I want to write, uh, I, I, I remember where I came from. I remember where I started. I started um, as a little kid just trying to get away from it all. I just started as someone who picked up a book one day and got to live somewhere else for a little while. And where I am now is I'm an adult with so much 
stress on my shoulders and in my life that when I get to sit down and write and I get to put those words on those pages, I get to get away for a little while. I get my escape. I still get that when I read, but it's different. There are two very different feelings, um, reading and writing. Reading, you just kind of get to sit back, relax, and just kind of enjoy the ride. Uh, but when you write, it's it's work. It's, it's, it's hard work. Writing a book is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I've done a lot of not-so-easy things. But writing a book is about more than just you. You're writing a book for other people. You're writing something that will in no way really be about you and your escape, but the escape of so many other people. And with the world the way it is, which, I mean, let's face it, we're just, I mean, everything is just absolutely terrible. Everyone kind of needs an escape right now. So you have to really take it into perspective and really think about it when you're writing. You have to think about everyone else. When you read, this escape was meant just for you. You get to escape by yourself for a little while. But when you write, while you might be escaping into this world, you're creating it. You are, in a sense, playing God. And you are getting to create this thing for other people. What you're doing is setting other people up to sit back and not think about anything for a few hours, maybe even just a few minutes. I think being a writer is important. I think books are important, just like uh, music is important, and just like, you know, I think video games are important, and just like money and work and friends and family and all of that is important. It's, it's about helping people. All of it's about helping people. One, I mean, most people will look at it and be like, well, you know, if you do this stuff, you know, and enjoying yourself, you're just entertaining yourself. You're not helping anybody. Um, but that's, that's wrong. If I sit down and I'm, you know, playing a game and I, I text one of my friends and I'm like, hey, like, do you, do you want to play this for a few hours? Or like, hey, do you, do you want to, you know, come play this game with me for a little while? Like, maybe my friend's having a bad day, and me sending that text is exactly what they needed. Maybe us sitting there for two hours playing some game online and, you know, getting frustrated at the fact that we're absolutely terrible, or maybe we're just really excited because we're doing so great. That kind of escape helps people. If I'm reading a book and I'm like, wow, I know exactly who would really love this, and I recommend it to my friend, and you know, they hadn't really picked up a book in a little while, and they picked this book up, and they love it just like I thought they did. I mean, I got to help them escape to a place that was really important to them. There's, there's so many different ways to look at it. And contextually speaking, helping people is about, it, it, it's about more than just saying, hey, you're going through a really hard time here, let me help you. Sometimes it's about the people you don't know who are going through a hard time. It's about you just kind of living your life and including other people in it. I mean, you never really know what people are going through. I mean, I can sit here and I can talk to you about all of the terrible things that I've gone through in my entire life, but no matter how well I describe it, you'll never really know because you're not me. Uh, I mean, I can sit here right now and tell you how stressed out I am every day about the work I'm doing uh, on these projects and on these podcasts and and about, I mean, currently, you know, figuring out where my money's coming from and how I'm paying my bills. But no matter how well I describe how I'm feeling about all of those things and how stressed out I am, you won't completely understand 
because you're not me. You're not here in my head. Now, sure, you could be going through the exact same things and feeling a completely different way about it. Or the exact same way, but I wouldn't be able to understand you, just like you wouldn't be able to understand me. But what we can do is we can help each other. I can help people with my writing. We can help people with just recommending books and songs and games and shows and everything that like we think these people will enjoy. Because when we suggest something to somebody and they love it or they enjoy it, that's now something that we share. If I'm like, man, I really love this book, I really want you to read it, I think you'd really like it, and then that person goes on and likes it, guess what? You both really like that book, you can talk about it, you can share in that experience, you can be like, yeah, no, I really uh, wish I could go to this place that like they went to because it just seemed really cool. Yeah, no, that, that, that pub that those characters went to in that show, like, that was so awesome, I really wish that was a real place. Or, oh man, I really love this character. Or it's like, oh man, I really hated him because, you know, of what he did. Because this person was my favorite. And it's like, oh man, like our favorites are rivals. Or our favorites are best friends. Or our favorites are in love. Like, there's just so much that we can do. There is so much more to all of this. And it's really, it's really cool because, I mean... When we, when we get to share things with their friends, it, it brings us closer to them. And being close to the people you care about is so, so important. Because you never know what's going to happen. Um, sometimes friends just drift apart. Sometimes friends fall out. Uh, sometimes friends stay friends forever. And, I mean, sometimes people pass away. Sometimes we lose people. And... I think holding on to the memories, the good ones, and holding on to the things that you shared, um, regardless of situation, is really special. I think getting to share things with someone, even after that person leaves you, whether because they didn't want to be your friend anymore, or because you just drifted apart, that's what life's actually about. Life isn't about the people we lose. It's not about all of that really bad stuff that we go through. Life is about the things we want to remember. Not always the things we do, but the things we want. It's about the smiles on our faces. It's about the adventures. It's about the triumphs. It's about all the obstacles that we maybe didn't overcome on the way, but still found a way around. Life isn't about the people who hurt us. It's about the people who helped us. It's about the people who loved us. Life isn't even about our mistakes. It's about what we took from those mistakes. What we did. What we became. I have overcome quite a bit in just 21 years. I've experienced a lot of stuff that, you know, most people should never have to experience in their life. And all of those negative memories don't matter. Nothing bad that's ever happened to me matters because the only things that matter are the good things, the people who love me, who I've become, what I'm doing, where I'm going. Now, I'm not saying, you know, all of that other stuff isn't a part of my life. I'm not saying to pretend like it never happened, but it's not important. It doesn't matter because what life is about, what all of this that we're doing is all about, is about the stuff that puts a smile on our face. It's about finding the joy in life, right? I, I am spending 
every day of my life right now trying to make a dream come true. I'm taking steps every day to try and make a dream come true. I want to have some really successful podcasts. I want to have some really successful books. I want to be able to sit around with my friends and laugh and have fun and play games and just be the giant freaking nerd that I am, you know? And I'm well on my way to doing that. I get to spend every day of my life right now creating and writing and living in worlds that don't exist outside of my own mind right now. And being someone who gets to create like that, being someone who kind of just gets to enjoy all of that is, it's unreal. Getting to be a writer, being someone who is talented at this, um, and not just because I think I am, but because I've had so many of my friends drill it repeatedly into my head when I say, no, 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 you're wrong. Having so many people repeatedly telling me like, hey, you're actually really good at this. You're absolutely right when you say this is what you're supposed to be doing. Having that and getting to be that is the best thing that's ever happened to me, man. I've got so many unread books sitting on my shelf that I'm really excited to get to because I know all of those people, all of the names on those books, those people are living the dream that I want. Those people did what I'm trying to do. I get to sit back and think about it. And I get to become what these people are. I get to follow in the footsteps of um, Tolkien and uh, Rowling and Martin. And I get to create something that gets to sit on someone's shelf unread because they've just got so many other books. Um, I get to create something that someone somewhere is going to read and love and maybe contact me one day and say, hey, your book really helped me. Your book was exactly what I needed right now. And that's what it's all about. And, you know, a lot of people will tell you that they write and that the only thing that matters to them is, you know, if it even helps one person, if even one person reads my book and it helps them, great. I am going to say something here that is probably not going to start out sounding too great, but hear me out. I want so much more than just one person to read my book and feel that way. Not because I want to, uh, not just for the selfish reason of I want to be successful and I want to be famous and blah, 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 blah. But because I don't just want to help one person. I want to help everybody. I want everybody to read my book and absolutely love it. I know they won't. I know not everyone is going to love my book. It's not going to be for everybody. But I want thousands and thousands of people to read my book and be like, wow, this is incredible. I want to write the next Harry Potter franchise. I want to be as successful as Harry Potter and The Hunger Games and Twilight and Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. I want to be on that level. That is what I aspire to be because I want to share my world with the world. I want to be able to see so many different people happier because of something I did. Now, if it ends up being that only one person in the entire world reads my book and it helps them, and that's just kind of where it ends, that's okay. I'm going to be more than happy about it. It'll still be really special. 
but it's not going to stop me from trying to do bigger. It's not going to stop me from trying to be the best at this thing that I'm trying to do. Um, I'm a firm believer that if you're not trying to be the best at what you do, then you shouldn't be doing it at all. If, if you're living a dream and that dream doesn't involve you trying to be the best at that thing, whether it's writing or whether it's being a lawyer or a doctor or an athlete or any other career anywhere in the world, if, if becoming the best in that career or in that field isn't what you want, then that's not what you really want. Now, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who just want to do that thing and they don't have to be the best at it, but as long as they get to do it, that's fine. And I support that. But for me, that's not how I operate. I want to be the best at everything I do. I know I won't be. I know I'm not. You know, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm not the most talented person in the world. I can't paint. I can't draw. I can't sing. You know, I can't be a doctor. can't be a lawyer. There's a lot of things I just can't do. But what I can do is I can write. And... I will not stop until I am the best at it, until I go down as one of the best ever. Now, whether or not that happens, I don't know. It's unlikely, sure. It's damn near impossible. But when has the impossible, or when has someone telling me that something's impossible ever stopped me? The answer? Never. No one has ever, ever stopped me from trying to be the best. And I think everyone else should be trying to do that too. What you guys have done for me by wanting listening to this short little special podcast and for reading my short stories and watching my videos, following me on Twitter, whatever, just sending me your support, that has done so much for me. It's inspired me, it's motivated me, it's made me feel really good when I don't exactly think I'm doing everything right. So I guess what I really want to do is just say thank you, and you know, I'm going to wrap it up here now, uh, because I think I've talked and talked and talked more than long enough. I know this was kind of just me rambling, but it was really kind of just a little trial anyway. So uh, again, I'm Robin Caulfield. Uh, thank you for listening to the um, Call Me Caulfield podcast, uh, Robin Unfiltered, episode zero. I don't know when I'll actually start releasing episodes here, but uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at Call Me Caulfield, like me on Facebook, um, at The Fable of Caulfield, or follow me on Instagram, at Call Me Caulfield, uh... Or you can find me on YouTube. You know, my name on there is Robin Caulfield. Uh, You can stay tuned and maybe catch a couple short stories, um, maybe a couple sneak peeks at my novel, uh, and just kind of wait for the release of this podcast. Who knows? You know, uh, this has been really fun. Thank you for listening. Uh, And uh, see you later.